There we go. Uh, it's your boy Mellow. 30 rows up. We are finally, I say this now, finally going to be uh, consistent with the podcast. It's about, it's about, uh, it's early January 2022, about nine o'clock on a Monday, I think the third. So uh, yeah, gonna, um, trying to be a man of my word uh, going forward, try to record weekly, uh, get an episode out to you guys. And, uh, and just for me, honestly, at the beginning, it, it's about me. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's about me. I want to, you know, be consistent, build the habits, build the routine. Um, but I'm excited. Every time I record, uh, uh, I'm excited. Uh, today's episode may or may not have a guest or two or a few. Uh, we'll see towards the end of the episode. Now, um, with this being the 3rd of January, Patriots had a big game yesterday. I will not talk about a single down of that game uh, until maybe towards the end of the podcast, based on uh, if I do have an interview. So you got to listen, um, or you can skip ahead. Either way, gets a view. Uh, so it haven't, you know, haven't recorded in a while. Um, would be lying if wasn't a little nervous, not even nervous, but like, you know, antsy, edge, on edge, I guess. Uh, this is going to be the fourth episode. I think I put the third one out in November. Uh, so a lot to catch up to with, not to, a uh, lot to catch up with um, the month of December. And even, you know, November was, I don't want to say transformational for me, but I'm trying to build the blocks and the build the foundation of, I don't know, uh, not a better life. I don't want to say a better life, but yeah, better life. Um, where eating habits have changed to, you know, more health conscious um, and not really a diet, more just focusing on a sustainable, and yeah, it's probably cliche to say that, but very sustainable eating habits. Try to eat a healthier breakfast. Um, I still get a breakfast burrito a couple of times a week from my favorite spot near my work which, you know, I'm, I'm not getting, uh, well, that that's different. I'm not changing that up, but that kind of fills me. And then, you know, throughout the day, instead of eating or getting fast food, I'm meal prepping at night um, and, and need to get better at that. But, you know, just trying. So that was really the focus of November, December. Uh, and then, of course, going into the gym, uh, trying to get into a routine with that. And, uh, you know, I made a goal of going to the gym 15 times in December. I think I made it. There might have been a day or two where I, ha I hadn't. Um, and that's because the last week, starting on the 24th, so Christmas Eve, uh, I didn't hit the I haven't hit the gym since the 23rd. Um, just with the holidays, Christmas, you know, number one holiday, the best holiday, my favorite. Um, and then... I uh, I got the booster of uh, Moderna. That shit hit me like a ton of fucking bricks. Um, and you know that this was last week, so that shit that shit hit me. Um, and I uh, then ended up testing, which I'm gonna say it. Wish I never did, but I ended up testing positive for COVID on Friday, New Year's Eve. Was supposed to go to Boston with some friends, and that went to shit. So, um, you know, I'm thankfully good. Um, you know, the booster side effects were pretty strong and, you know, having COVID, um, definitely 
did not, you know, the two, two things, probably one at, you know, my immune system and my immune system was like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? So uh, in a way, I wish I tempered the booster until maybe this week or next week or whatever. It is what it is. Uh, I have the sniffles, a cold, whatever. Um, I'm on a quarantine due to CDC guidelines and I'm feeling great. So I went to the gym tonight. That's about me. That's, um, you know, my November, December, and I'm excited for 2022. Truly, truly excited for 2022. Um, It's going to be a hell of a year. It's going to be a hell of a story. Um, I'm only focused. I don't want to say this might come off wrong, but I'm only focused on myself. Um, you know, bettering myself because bettering myself is going to better my relationships with friends, um, possible relationships um, with others, work, everything, all of that. And I've already seen slight, you know, incremental um, jumps with that, you know, in a, in a positive way. And um, I'm just fucking excited. I am so excited. Um, but then kind of going back to December, uh, you know, obviously trying to start this podcast, but one of my favorite podcasts is KFC Radio. And, that, and that's where I'm going to start today um, is talk about KFC Radio because they have a video voicemail segment where you can send in a video, right? I connect on my phone and all of that. And I had sent in weekly questions uh, every Sunday night, uh, starting with around December 8th. So kind of the first week of December. Um, And my thing was the most controversial take, which I wholeheartedly believe this, Um, wholeheartedly believe this. So uh, with that, um, I had boycotted their uh, their podcast for a week because Feidelberg, one of the co-hosts had said, uh, that butternut squash was better than mashed potatoes as a Thanksgiving side. Absolutely batshit crazy. So I boycotted the next two uh, episodes. So that next week, which supposedly were, were some of the greatest episodes um, in their history. I didn't give a fuck. I'm sticking to my guns. I'm take, not even take committed. I'm just committed to the game. So I was like, fuck that. I'm not listening. That was bullshit. So I sent in a you know video and saying, oh, this is my controversial take. And of course, it's in the month of December, Christmas season. Uh, and Christmas season only starts after the day after Thanksgiving. None of the fucking bullshit before. And I know that, you know, stores probably had Christmas stuff up in October. No, 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 no. Fuck that. Fuck you. <laughs> Christmas season is this is the day after um thanksgiving for me for me and my family and if you celebrate it differently you start december 1st beautiful good for you anything before thanksgiving you're an asshole okay just saying it putting it out there so um and the reason my family does black friday is uh as a kid we always put the tree up on black friday we always decorated outside on black friday um of course black friday used to truly signify that, uh, that Christmas season started because it was only one day that, you know, all the stores, everyone goes to now with online shopping and everything like that, you are, uh, you know, you had weeks of deals already pre Thanksgiving, all of that Thanksgiving kind of got overlooked by, I feel like everybody, or at least mainstream media. No, 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 no. Thanks. Chris, it goes, uh, Halloween, right? Whole month of October, Halloween, Thanksgiving at the end of November, boom. Christmas starts the day after um, Thanksgiving or December 1st. So anyway, fast forward. 
uh, going back to KFC Radio's first uh, video voicemail that I sent in, it was regarding eggnog. I think you can drink it year round. So what am I going to bring to the beach in June and July? It's going to be fucking eggnog. It's not going to be a beer. You know, it's maybe going to be a seltzer. But right there with it, it's going to be some eggnog. 100%. You'll see me there. I'll send a video. I'll post it. I'm drinking eggnog at the beach. Now, I've heard you might not be able to buy eggnog throughout the year. Fuck that. I'll freeze it. I don't know. I'll buy it this week and freeze it. So I have to look into that. So uh, I was like, oh, eggnog, you know, can, can go year round. Um, that's my most controversial take, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so KFC, one of the, um, one of the uh, founder, yeah, the founder of the podcast, uh, first thing he goes is, oh, look at the head of hair on this guy. And 100%, I'm a bald and fuck. I know it. I'm somewhat embracing it. <laughs> uh, at 24 years old, I, I wish I had more hair in my head. Hey, it is what it is, baby. I don't care. Or I do care, but not like, I don't know. If I truly cared, I'd probably go, you know, get Rogaine or go bald or whatever. No, no, no. 24 is too too young to go bald. Uh, I, I know I'm a bald and fuck. That's why I'm <laughs> trying to stipulate in other areas of my life. Anyway, so, uh, you know, I actually, so KFC, because I'm talking about it, I made the podcast. It was in that my thing was in the description. So I like saw it said video voicemails, most controversial take. I was like, yo, I fucking made the podcast. I made their podcast. Um, and so I texted a couple of friends that listened to the podcast. I was like, yo, don't, don't tell me. Like, I, I, I haven't gotten to the point yet. They fast forwarded. They're like, just don't be disappointed. Um, you know, all, all of that. So ended up, you know, getting on. I was like, all right, like that, that was cool. Like they started talking about it. They were, you know, shooting the shit, shitting on me. Like, all in good fun. So I was like, you know, I'm going to start doing this weekly. So I send in a video, I send in a video voicemail weekly and I've done it since that first one. So around December 6th, I've sent in one every Sunday. Yeah, pretty much every Sunday. Um, I think I've gotten on three times. So kind of to fast forward, I have gotten on KFC radio three times. Uh, the next week was, uh, in regards to listening music, which, um, I'm going to start doing poll questions uh, on 30 rows up in my personal to, um, you know, just ask the crowd, ask, ask, uh, my followers, you know, what their feelings on, on the take is, um, before I even put the question out to KFC radio and see if I get on theirs, because then I do want to talk about it on my podcast. So, uh, my second thing was if you could listen to any song you wanted, but you gained half a pound would you or you could listen to or you could only listen to your favorite song for the rest of time so say you wanted to you know go on a 20 song binge yeah you're gaining 10 pounds um i would do that i would do you know the 10 pound the 10 pounds if i wanted to listen to 20 songs or you know what 50 50 songs right we're at a fucking tailgate um, you know, and 50 songs is, a, is definitely a few hours. So, you know what? All the drinking and eating I've done. Yep. I'm also gaining 25 pounds. And then, you know, that next week I'm, you know, crash dieting or in the gym, uh, extra hard and only listening to my, uh, favorite song or just other podcasts. So, you know, I, I think I would do that. I would totally do the half pound. Uh, KFC said 0.005 pounds. Uh, you know, for every song, it can't be 
can't be half a pound. That's too much. No, no, no. It's it's one or the other. It's either half pound or you listen to your favorite song. So he kind of beat around the bush with that is what it is. Uh, the next week, uh, this really was uh, not premeditated questioning. This came up in my head after doing some Christmas shopping, and it was in regards to lottery tickets. Now, very much a Northeast thing, you know, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, all of that. Um, my mom and my family, we give lottery tickets out. Whereas, no, not my family. My mom does. She gives lottery tickets out. So I was like, you know what? Oh, you know, I sent in a, another video voicemail and I said, hey, you know, do you guys think that um, giving lottery tickets for Christmas is wholesome? A. And B, do you think that, um, do you, th do you think that we are garbage for, uh, you know, thinking that it's wholesome? So it was like, are you garbage for giving uh, lottery tickets? Shout out to the, are you garbage guys? So, uh, you know, KFC, uh, I'd gone on again and KFC was like, yo, this guy's pumping us for free ads. You know, 30 rows up is going to be number one on the chart soon. Um, you know, shooting the shit and, uh, see, so yeah, we'll see. Right. But, uh, they, so Fidelberg is from the Massachusetts Rhode Island, uh, you know, that this area. Um, and he was like, oh, lottery tickets are awesome around this time. And he was explaining that, uh, uh, you know, they, him and his buddies buy a $700 book and they're freaking scratching for hours. And do they win 700 bucks? Maybe sometimes they don't, right. You know, uh, I think they've maybe won a couple thousand. So I don't mind lottery tickets as a, uh, as a Christmas gift. It can't be the only thing if that's like, and that's, you know, a little self-centered or selfish. It, it's like, Oh, here's five or 10, uh, lottery tickets, you know, and that's the only thing. And as I say this, I got my uncle 15 of them, you know, they were baseball. So it wasn't just like random lottery tickets. They were baseball, you know, his favorite sport. Um, but I'm actually going to consider myself garbage for just giving lottery tickets. I think it's nice to give them with another gift. So you buy someone a Yeti cup in the Yeti cup, five lottery tickets or two lottery tickets or a lottery ticket. Beautiful. So with that, uh, this in keeping on Christmas, uh, Christmas did not really hit for me until the Sunday before. So I think it was the 19th, uh, it was the day after the Patriots lost against the Colts. We'll get into that. Um, but you know, I went to go do Christmas shopping really truly felt, uh, in the, in the Christmas spirit. And this year is, was the first year that my family did a Yankee swap. So my thought, and I think it was $5 gift max. So my thought was Christmas is on a Saturday. The Powerball, which is now as of January 3rd, is about $500 million plus. Uh, I bought two lottery tickets, two, two Powerball tickets, and made a contract that, you know, whoever picks this, whoever gets this as their Yankee swap, uh, has to share 20% of the winnings with I, like Mel. Um, and 20% on that Christmas day was 400 million, or 400 million, so it was 20% of that pre-tax, so 80 million uh, I would get. I signed it, and uh, one of my cousins ended up picking it. It went through a couple people's hands, uh, which was funny to see. And uh, I got these cool, it, if this is on YouTube, so not the greatest... Uh, talking podcast wise but uh let's get hammered coasters with a little hammerhead shark holding a beer can i think it's cool these are actually like legit uh coasters 
So I'm excited about them. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll share a picture on my story. Uh, with the so it's let's get hammered with a hammerhead shark and a beer holding a beer can. Probably hopefully a bub light. We'll see. So it's cool. I don't know. I like it. Um, well, that's why I picked, obviously. So, you know, got on got on KFC radio a few times. Uh, you know, the lottery tickets, all of that. Um, it was a fucking weekend. Christmas, Christmas being on Christmas Eve, sorry, Christmas and Christmas Eve being on a Friday and Saturday. Whoa. Like, and then the Patriots game on Sunday, which I was able to go to. Holy shit. What a weekend. It was fucking awesome. Um, you know, definitely full of drinking and eating and, you know, not that, not the healthiest habits, but Hey, you always got to do that. So, um, you know, talk just that weekend was a little bit of a blur (laughs) to say the least, but it was awesome because Christmas, I think holiday, all holidays should be on a weekend. Um, you know, New Year's Eve was on a Friday this year. New Year's Day was on a a Saturday. Beautiful. You want to do New Year's Eve on a Saturday night and New Year's Day on, on the Sunday, because usually no one does anything anyway. Fine by me. Uh, what else? Yeah. Even Memorial Day weekend. Like, yeah, you have that Monday off. Most people are partying on that Saturday. Same with Labor Day weekend. Um, I think that Cinco de Mayo should also be on a Saturday or, you know, Friday night. Uh, and St. Patty's Day should always be on a Saturday. Holidays on the weekends, you don't have, A, you don't have to take time off from work if, uh, you know, if it falls on the Saturday. Um, but you have time to recover if you're partying too much, right? And it's smack dab. If it's on a Saturday, smack dab in the middle of the weekend, you, you know, pregame it Friday night, recover Sunday. Uh, and that's also, I think, uh, in episode two, got what episode, uh, you know, I said that about weddings, all weddings should be on a Saturday. That's just my opinion. I'm a big Saturday guy. Uh, big Saturdays for the boys guy. Actually, surprisingly have the shirt, uh, original sicko sign, uh, Saturdays for the boys, um, for the boys. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on holidays and you know this Christmas season was fucking awesome. Um we we spent um me and my parents always uh share sorry, me and my parents always uh take time uh separately outside of Christmas Eve, Christmas Day to exchange with my sister and nephew. Uh and the funniest part was uh we made homemade coal for my nephew to open as his first present. Like that was going to be his only present. Um, so we had rocks out in the backyard. We spray painted them or uh, maybe my mom used uh, shoe polish, black, black shoe polish. So we, uh, we gave my nephew coal and he knew it. He shook the box. He's like, ah, this is coal. I was like, well, that's your only present buddy. And uh, my parents, I, I could have kept going with it. They brought the presents in the house. I would have left them in the car or left them at home. And, you know, really my nephew's, seven so he uh you know he, he would have been really upset but here's what it is it's a joke it's a story to tell um kind of wrapping up christmas <coughs> excuse me wrapping up christmas eve christmas day uh and all of that christmas eve now let me preface this uh whoever is listening to this um whether it's my parents whether it's maybe a priest um i know i'm going to hell so 
the first thing that I thought of, and I also sent this in as a video question to KFC Radio. So you get the trend every week. Um, <laughs> wow. All right. How do I start here? The first, not the first thing, but one of the first things that popped in my head while I'm sitting in the, in the back of church, haven't been to church, you know, all that often, whatever, uh, this year is, and I think one of the, the priests was walked out, he was, you know, wearing a suit, wearing a blazer, whatever, he dressed up nice, they have to or not have to, but they should, right, and uh, the first thing that popped in my head was, do you think that priests jerk off? Now, I think so, because <laughs> there's no way Let's say they go into the seminary at 20 years old and they're 65 or even 40. There's no way you have, you are not jerking off. You're not, um, you know, pleasuring yourself once in 20 years in, in pleasuring yourself like that. Like you can, you know, quote unquote, give yourself pleasure in, you know, a great conversation with a friend or, you know, just having a great meal. I don't know. I'm just making that up, <laughs> right? When we say pleasure yourself, we all know what it means. So I fully believe that they do, you know, it's probably not as often as normal people. Maybe it's every six months. Maybe it's their birthday once a year. <laughs> and, you know, maybe it's the day after Christmas. I have no idea. All I know is that they definitely jerk off. Um, and I also asked KFC and uh, <laughs> this is, this is tough, but do, you know, do thinking that do priests go to strip clubs because that would be fucking hilarious. And no one can tell me that it wouldn't even, even, um, I'll get to it, but the seeing a priest at a strip club and he's going to be in plain clothes, he's not going to be on the suit. He's not going to wear the collar. He's not going to do X, Y, Z. And he's throwing ones to maybe a parishioner. Or you walk in and you're a parishioner of his parish and you're sitting right next to him next to the stage, or you don't do that and you just like quietly see him locking eyes with you while you're walking in the back to get a lap dance. That would be fucking hilarious. Little awkward, but that would be hilarious. You would go home to your wife. You'd go home to like, you know, you would probably text your boy or at least, uh, not you. I'm going to speak for myself. If I saw the priest that I grew up going to church at, and, you know, I was an altar boy and all of that, and I saw him at the strip club, I'd lose my shit. I would laugh. I, I might walk out, but I would just laugh my ass off. I'd text my boys like, yo, you cannot believe this, all of that. So with that being said, I don't know if they go to strip clubs. I haven't decided on that yet. Maybe next episode, we'll, I'll bring that up you know, decide, but I think they totally jerk off. So that's one of the questions that that's the last thing I'm talking about. And that's wrapping up Christmas. <laughs> the segment, this segment was just a recap. So, you know, the Christmas season wrapped up with the priest. So, um, oh, actually really quickly, uh, supposedly, and I, I heard from the KFC radio crew, about Nancy Reagan being the queen of giving head back in Hollywood. And for some reason, midway through fucking church, I'm thinking about Nancy Reagan. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? 
the fucking throat goat is, uh, you know, what's she doing up in heaven? Maybe she's not in heaven. Maybe she's in hell. Wherever she is, she's probably still giving that top. So, I don't know. <laughs> you be the judge. I think Nancy Reagan's still going hard in the paint. Um, maybe with some priests. But that's about Christmas. That's it. It was a fucking hell of a season. I loved every, every minute of it. Um, even though I barely wrapped presents and as we were exchanging and I'm garbage for this as we were exchanging gifts with my parents I was like I need that bag back <laughs> hey everybody uh so yesterday uh today's Tuesday January 4th I totally lost my mojo um for some reason the zoom uh tweaked out so I uh, lost all my mojo but I know I was talking about Christmas uh we are gonna wrap that up and uh, I am gonna bring in my Next guest, uh, we only have one tonight, but I did say that I was not going to speak about the uh, Jaguars versus Patriot game until uh, we had this guest on um, hell of a game yesterday. One of, uh, I think, a get back, get right and get back game. Uh, I call it the get back game. And that's because I think we're going to kind of roll now. You know, there's only one game left in the season. Uh, it's in Miami. It's going to be tough but we are going to roll. So uh, just wait a couple seconds for me and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be bringing in our host, uh, our host, our guest. All right. Peace. All right. We're live. Um, so everybody welcome in Tom Jurgen, uh, one of my coworkers uh, um, and, and I consider a friend as well. Um, he was lucky enough to uh, to go to the game uh, yesterday for the Jaguars, and uh, he did not take my place. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't go, but uh, I'd asked him and his roommate Nick, right, uh, Nick, to uh, to go to the game. So, wanna first, how was like a? How was it? Because I I'm over the top with it, so I always like I always have a good time no matter what. Um, but obviously, they the Jaguars lost. Or, Patriots won 50 to 10. So uh, how was it, man? It was good. Thanks for having me on, by the way, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Course. I've been waiting to get my debut on 30 Rows Up. So um, <laughs> thanks for having me. Um, but it was it was awesome, man. It was like the perfect, you know, January game. Uh, a little bit of rain, but nothing crazy. But, you know, when you're tailgating, it's all mucky. Um, there's mud everywhere. Everybody's just having yeah. a good time. But it was warm enough where you weren't like, you know, wearing a winter hat a uh, huge jacket whatnot you could go out like play some cornhole throw the football around and it was beautiful and you know you go in and play in the jaguars you kind yeah, of have a good I mean, deal going a, in. i feel like that's a throwaway game for like a lot of people anyway um because even one of my friends he had texted me on saturday night he's like oh, i'm going to the game i was like all right well i'm not um but his dad has sweet level tickets and then uh i saw like his snapchats yesterday yo, how did you get those? And then he ended up telling me that like his dad has those seats. So, um, so like, damn, like that's, that's kind of big time. Um, but where'd you end up tailgating? So it actually worked out perfect that, um, one of my boys was at the game, uh, shout out Cammy B. Um, he was tailgating over in the, uh, the Hertz parking lot, probably like half mile, quarter mile away from the stadium, yep. Yep. um, which is where I normally park anyways, if I go to games. So it worked out perfectly. And like you uh, walked over the brain, right? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right over the bridge um, with the big crowd of people, you know. Mm. Uh, everybody's chirping everybody in a Trevor Lawrence jersey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was cool because we had like pretty much the whole area to ourselves until people come in like last minute and then finally filled it up. But um, he had the burgers going, you know, cornhole. It, it was mm. a good time. Yeah, no, I, I think I've not, I think I know I've tailgated there um, like a few times. The, the, uh, the previous game against the Bills, I tailgated there. And uh, I actually went, well, I went with a um, couple people I play volleyball with, but um, one of my uh, cousin's like best friends, he was like, oh, I'm going to the game. I, I saw him at Christmas Eve and he was like, yo, I'm going to park in like the Hertz lot. I was like, all right, that's fine. Like, I'm probably going to get there before you like we're shooting up at 9 a.m. So I got there at, like 920. And uh, I was like, I sent him my location. I was like, yo, like I'm here, whatever. And uh, he's like, all right, cool. So then it starts to fill in or, or for a little bit, it wasn't like filling in near us. So I was like, ah, oh, like maybe let me go talk to the guy and be like, hey, like, can you snag a spot? I ended up not doing that. And uh, this truck pulled up right behind us. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. And then I'm looking and it's my, it's my cousin's best friend. And I'm like, yo, no fucking way. Like <laughs> it just so happened that they pushed him in the back because he told the people at the front, he's like, ah, oh, like, I think my boys, you know, are parked in the front. They're like, nah, trucks in the back. And we, which we had a truck, we had a smaller truck uh, than him, but yo, it just worked out perfectly. <laughs> it was like, nothing, you couldn't plan that. And so that was, that was cool. Um, but yeah, that hurts a lot. Uh, definitely gets muddy and gets, can get rowdy for sure. Oh yeah. It was beautiful. Like we didn't even park in that lot. We actually parked in the wrong lot, but we mm. knew they were over there. So we walked all the way back and yeah. I swear we were in somebody's backyard at one point. Like there was just, you know, like yeah. stuff back there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, once we got there, it was basically no grass at all. And it was just puddles, but yeah. you know, my shoes were already ruined at that point. So I didn't really care. Oh, uh, you, do you have uh you have boots of any kind or not? Yeah, I did. I didn't wear them. I probably should have in retrospect. I didn't think it was going to be like that gross. Figured we'd just go into the stadium. So we didn't get there that early. We got there around, you know, 1045. So I didn't think we were going to be tailgating that long. And we didn't know Cam was going to be there until probably 30 minutes before. Um, oh, yeah. So I didn't really, I didn't really prepare. Yeah. Damn. Well, hey, in the, in the hurt slot, did you, I don't know. Well, when you walked over, did you see the, uh, the, the big like tour bus type RV? No, I didn't. No. Oh, it, what do they have it there every week or? I don't know. Every time that I've uh, I've parked there, um, it's like more in the back. So maybe they didn't go because it was the Jaguars. Or, <laughs> um, but they, yeah, they were there for the Bills, Bucks, things like that. But that RV gets rowdy, like totally rowdy. <laughs> it looks like an '80s like, and I could be wrong, but it looks like an '80s style like rock and roll tour bus you know like that type of rv so, yeah no i didn't see it it was definitely rowdy though there was right next to us was just a group of a bunch of like old colonial um soldiers or guys dressed up like that like the guys hold the muskets uh during yeah. the game and shoot them off after every touchdown and they were definitely having a good time jumping on top of all the trucks and stuff Holy so, shit. yeah and they were, were they like older around. guys were they like the the, the legit militia people it would no, and oh, if they okay. were, then those guys walked in to shoot those guns hammered. But it definitely <laughs> was not. It definitely was not those guys. They were probably like thirty to forty years old. Mm. They kept coming over. They were good guys. They were talking to us, but they yeah. they definitely had been there for a couple hours before we even showed up. Damn. Yeah, that was like um, that Bills game. Um, 
which I haven't even talked about on the podcast yet, but um, which sucked. But uh, we put we uh, you know we pull in. We're probably one of the first few there, and um, this Vermont uh, like GMC Yukon pulls up, and this thing's a tank. Like have there wasn't like iced out rims. It was like um, I don't even know con- uh, commercial style rims. I'm okay and the driver this big dude he's a fucking bills fan everyone else is uh everyone else around or with him was pat's fans and they ended up going to the same college as uh the one of the kids i went with and so like we were shooting the shit i had my like patriots playlist and my patriots playlist has like a shit ton of different music like it, it definitely has like now um you know like meek mill drake but then it also has like biggie tupac um red hot chili peppers and so they were like yo you know this song and i'm like yeah like i'm only 24 and they're like jesus christ like i'm like not double your age but like almost close to that and i'm like yeah i mean i, I don't know I, I fuck with biggie i fuck with tupac um you know what i mean so, your love over and over again nah, nah. <laughs> you know i, I it's funny that you say that because i was just looking at um like 2021 snapchat memories and um McKenna is in a band with uh our buddy Jeff who, who was actually on the podcast a couple episodes ago but yo I always and you've been to a con like uh you've been to their gigs I'm always asking for your love so your love has played at a gig like 10 times this year <laughs> oh yeah you're just screaming it into into the room that they're playing and they probably can't even hear you and you all I hear is you for like 20 minutes straight yeah 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 if i'm that was on the playlist if i'm if i'm past not not past my point but if i'm like feeling nice (laughs) and yeah i'm i'm already requesting that song um but yeah no that that's cool man i uh one time when i went to the cleveland browns game two years ago wore shoes stepped out soaked i was like yo what the fuck (laughs) gotta accept it at that point yeah it it makes the day much better once you just accept it oh yeah i was like all right it's you know it is what it is um i even that game someone uh in my group had to go back to the car because she had like a louis vuitton purse and that wasn't see-through and she was like i'm not throwing this out because they don't let anything uh that's not clear like a clear bag through uh through the gate so she had to like walk all the way back with the uh the the rain that's brutal. That's like a 30, 40 minute commitment right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, she didn't, she didn't get into like almost half time. <laughs> but overall, how were, how were, um, you know, how was the game? I know, uh, it was, uh, your roommate's first time. So how did he, how did he have, uh, he had a blast, huh? Yeah, he had a good time. I mean, he's been to all the other, you know, Boston or New England sports games or stadiums. Um, so this was the last one. And yeah, he loved it. We were having a good time. You know, we were just screaming um, just right off the bat. They were winning. So the energy was just extremely high in the stadium. Yeah. Everybody around us was super nice, like high five and then whatnot. Yeah. And um, those are good seats. Like I knew just from Snapchat stories and stuff that I've seen from you and pictures that they were pretty close to the field. But I don't think I've ever sat that close in Gillette before. Mm. And it's awesome, especially when they're down on that side of the field. Yeah. Um, and they're and they're scoring and everybody's just jumping around like that's a that's a really good perspective to like see the game from so yeah um, we had a blast and it was nice because you know it was raining but not too hard so the seats were all wet so it just forced everybody to stand up the whole time so that just i feel like automatically brings the energy up so for sure it was a great experience 
that's awesome man. no i think with two um that perspective it's a little tough on the opposite side a little bit like you can still see everything because you're you're close to the field but it is kind of tough to be like ah that was like a five yard run or that was like a 10 yard pass like it's a little tough i catch myself even watching the scoreboard when it's on that side um but i i think with this game if the um if the seats weren't wet i think people would have sat down more but usually you know usually people are standing for the most part um at least in that area but and then there's a little bit of cover depending on like if the wind is depending where the wind is depending even like rain or snow there's there's a little bit of cover over there which is which is nice um but yeah, yeah it was never a burden so it was good nice nice yeah no, yeah, Griffin was, and uh, Griffin took my spot, but Griffin was sending me snaps and him <laughs> fucking yelling, and I'm like, oh man, like people, I mean, people know, not not that people know who I am, like in that area, but they're just gonna be like, what, who the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were definitely screaming a lot. It was mainly for the game. It wasn't anything, you know, inappropriate. We weren't. Yeah. <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't, you know, embarrassing you or anything. He might have screamed that he was Mike Mello a couple of times. Um, yeah. But I, I promise we behaved enough. Uh, we had a kid right next to us with his dad. Um, his dad yeah. was really cool. So we we kept it PG. Nice. Nice. Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. I'm glad you guys went. And I, especially this year for me, like I brought a lot of people who either haven't gone in years or have ne- like a couple two ga- like two games people just haven't been and um i don't know that that brings me more like excitement or more joy that like people can go and experience it and it, you know it's it's close so it's like you i don't know you feel like you're right there so like that yeah I'm big patriots fucking honk of course but i don't know that bringing people and like them experiencing it makes it like 10 times more fun for sure for yeah sure. absolutely you've seen a million games so to see yeah. to see the emotion on someone else's face and just kind of you know relive it vicariously through them is, is yeah 100 100 so uh awesome well yeah i mean the game the x's and o's that wasn't i mean we put up what 50 50 to 10 uh harris had two touchdowns dre day had two touchdowns and then uh nikhil nikhil's fuck Nikhil Harry's replacement has two touchdowns. Uh, he's, well, nowhere. He, he's looking like a number one receiver. I mean, he was wide open. Was he wide open on your side? Right with that touchdown? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't wide open. There was definitely a cornerback there on him, but he probably had like two arms length of separation. He ran a good route. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like the guy just blew a coverage. Like he got there. Really? Oh, I thought. Maybe I was looking at something else. I thought he, I thought it was like a blown coverage. Um, maybe that was a different, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think too, I mean, they, they started out hot, like you said, where they didn't, against the Colts, like we, we went up to Gillette um, and watched the Colts game. Like that was brutal. They didn't fucking come to play until mid third quarter. Um, and then of course, against the Bills, they, they just got ran, uh, railroaded, so. Um, it was nice to see them start hot. I, uh, Hightower had a sack in that first drive. Um, and then, uh, you know, Mack and uh, Harris just kind of ran down the ran down the field. I think at one point, Mack was seven for seven on that first drive, maybe the first and second drive. But yeah, I mean, the, the game X's and O's, it, it, it's more like 
I was going fucking nuts in my living room. <laughs> like I was going, I was jumping up. I was screaming. I was like, all right, if I can't be there, like I'm just going to manufacture my own energy in my living room. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, no, you could feel the urgency too. And there's something, you know, they got so many studs on the defense now. It's new guard, new guys with like Barmore and Matthew Judon and stuff. But yeah. when Dante Hightower gets in there on the first drive and gets a sack like that, yeah. like everybody goes wild. Like that just set the tone right away. And you know, yeah. I feel that I feel that a hundred percent because he, I don't know. I mean, he's had he's had a tough season. Like he's definitely still one of our top guys, but obviously he's you know a touch slower and. Uh, I think he, you know, I think he's going to be a free agent too. So we'll see if he retires or we bring him back. Um, I know he's on kind of high money for what Bill likes to pay, but um, yeah, dude, Judon this year in Barmore, those have been like our number one and two guys outside of like JC Jackson, of course, but um, bringing those two guys in uh, Barmore was probably the steal of the draft. So yeah, came out of nowhere. Yeah. I saw something too. He was supposed to be like number 15, the number 20 pick in the first round and obviously fell to 39 and Patriots had to go, you know, Patriots had to trade up to get him, but it, it was worth it, man. He, he's going to be here for like the next 10 to 15 years. I can feel it. Oh yeah. So, uh, hell yeah. All right. So that was, um, yeah. Patriots Jaguars. Um, I already brought this up earlier in the podcast, but, wanted to uh ask your questions um because i obviously made it on kfc radio uh with a couple questions for them and i i already answered but uh, you know i can quickly recap mine um but the first question was uh a controversial take of like i think eggnog could totally be a year-round drink and i wanted to get your thoughts on it um so i mean I'm a tough guy to ask because I don't particularly like eggnog, um, to be honest. I don't hate it because, it, it, you know, I like milk, but for some reason to me, it's just a little different and I just don't go out of my way to get it. If you give it to me, I'll drink it. If not, then I won't. But, you know, it's hard for me to picture myself, you know, in the middle of July <laughs> sitting on the beach with a nice thick glass of eggnog, you know, it just, it doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. So I'm not going to say you shouldn't do it. If you want to do it, go for it, but you'll never find me doing it. <laughs> no, nah, I, I mean, I hear you, but I, I don't know. I Granted, up to this point, I've never brought eggnog to the beach. Uh, summer, 20, <laughs> summer 2022, I definitely am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just rub it in my face. No, I see. But yeah, that was a little hyperbole. You're not going to bring it to the beach. Like, you you know, you're sitting at home or something. You want a glass of eggnog. I guess that's not that bad. It's just... I mean, if you don't want... That, like, I don't know. If you don't... You, <laughs> If you don't want a, you know, you don't want an ice cream cone, you don't want a milkshake, fucking grab a glass of eggnog. I'm, I'm serious about that. I'll bring it to the beach. I'm not, I'm not joking around. I'll bring it to the beach. I mean, I love a good milkshake, so maybe next time I'll just substitute it with some eggnog and see how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Um, cool. And then uh, another question, uh, and I don't even know how to fucking word it myself, but... Um, you could listen to oh ah, fuck you could listen to a song right you can listen to any song in the world but you gain a half pound every song you listen to or well and or you can listen to your favorite song on repeat and never gain another pound again but 
yeah, if you listen to a different song, you gain a half pound. So you could go on a 20 song ripper, 50 song ripper, and you're, you know, you're gaining 25, well, 20 songs, you're gaining 10 pounds, 50 songs, you're going 25. So could A, hold on. Yeah. A, could you like just listen to your favorite song or would you go on that ripper? Man, that's a loaded question. <laughs> it is. Um, I mean, I definitely, when I like a song, I listen to it a lot. I play it over and over again, for sure. Maybe not back to back, but in, in one day, I'll listen to it multiple times. So I don't think I'd have an issue with that. I definitely do get sick of it. So I think <laughs> I would have to go and, and switch it up, to be honest. You know, yeah, I like music a lot. I like all different genres of music. So I would hate to just, you know, subject myself to one song. I don't think I can think of one song that I love all that much. Maybe Buy You a Drink by T-Pain. Oh, my <laughs> God. Wait, wait, no. you are not serious with that T-Pain <laughs> No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. But, um, uh, yeah, no, I think I would have to diversify. I'd have to, I'd have to switch it up. I'd have to, you know, listen to other music. And if I have to gain 20, 30 pounds, Oh well. <laughs> well, I mean, you, obviously, you can you can go to the gym and work it off, obviously. Um, and you can listen to like a. You granted, you don't have to strictly listen to like music. You can listen to podcasts, but yeah, listening. To, I forgot my headphones at um at home tonight going to the gym, and I I almost I almost wanted to like off myself because I was like, what the fuck am I gonna do? And I only did cardio, but I was just like, I'm on the treadmill, like you know on my phone i'm not even running whatever and i was like i really want music right now like not even want it's like more of a need um i don't know i i feel you i i'd probably go on like a 20 song bender and um you know gain 10 pounds or whatever and then go granted i listen to a shit ton of podcasts and i could definitely listen to i'd say there's like five songs that i could listen to like not on repeat but like throughout the day like you were saying listen to it like every hour or something like that i don't know I, I think i could do it and not not gain too much <laughs> too much weight so yeah yeah the only issue would be probably at the gym i, I i'd probably just avoid music altogether um yeah that is, that is true or yeah i don't at the gym i don't think i could listen to the same song over and over again i'd probably just like maybe have those five or ten songs and repeat which I mean, I have a gym playlist that probably has a hundred songs, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm wor working out, but I'm gaining like five pounds. So it doesn't do anything anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sit well with me. Nah. Um, I think KFC also said like 0 0.005 of a pound. And I'm like, yeah, like you could rip off a thousand songs and gain two pounds. Like, no, like that's not the point of the even question. Yeah, not, even, not even the point of it so i was like come on dude um all right and then so two more questions uh so this one was like right the week of christmas um i did all my christmas shopping pretty much that last week i don't know about you um but i uh randomly uh or not randomly it popped in my head so my mom gives out lottery tickets right so she'll like, just like buy, you know, five for uncle John, 10 for Joe Schmo, like whomever. And, um, not that she thinks they're wholesome. 
I'm just assuming that she thinks it's wholesome. But uh, A, do you think that given lottery tickets are like a good wholesome Christmas present? Yeah, not even A. It's ju it's just that that question of do you think that? Yeah, I mean, when it comes to lottery tickets, I feel like my parents will like put that in my stocking every single year. Or if we, you know, if I get a gift for somebody, I'll put it in as like an add-in. I don't know if I've ever given just lottery tickets like by themselves, but I think it's a good gift. I mean, you get a bunch of people with lottery tickets, I'll scratch them in a circle. It's just like yeah. conversation starter. Everybody's kind of rooting for something, even though you're probably not going to get anything except maybe like two to six dollars. Yeah. But you know, you get that two dollars on Christmas morning and it just hits a little bit harder than it would on a random Tuesday. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think it, it definitely creates a sort of like camaraderie between everybody. Um, so I have nothing against yeah, getting lottery tickets. I think it's a pretty good gift. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think it, it's definitely not wholesome, um, even though this year, like, I, I bought lottery tickets for my uncle, like, strictly lottery tickets, like, maybe 15 or 20 of them, because I honestly forgot. Um, it was, like, the day before Christmas. I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot so-and-so's gift. So I just <laughs> gave, like, gave him, like, 15 of them. But I was saying, too, earlier that it's definitely – better if you get like three or four in a stocking stuffer or you know i don't know you get a ps5 in a video game and you have a have one like lottery ticket or something like that um but it is funny too because when my uncle scratched him on christmas day we're all fucking rooting for him and he's like oh this is a thousand dollars and it wasn't a thousand dollars but he like you know put in his shirt pocket and was like acting like it was a thousand dollars um or you know a hundred bucks um yeah it can create like those wholesome moments and like wholesome memories like that like you pretend or if you get someone a fake one and they think they they win or something yeah, and then yeah. like, they always have that memory so in that like sense it's wholesome but you know when i think of a wholesome gift i think of something that like you you sat down like you gave a lot of thought about someone and like really personalized it and i don't i don't think lottery tickets really falls under that category yeah definitely not uh sweet so the last question uh, this definitely, this didn't make KFC radio, but, um, and I'm not even going to put up this poll question out to like followers because it's, it's, uh, it's definitely not wholesome is <laughs> I went to Christmas Eve mass and I haven't been like in a while. Right. So, uh, it, it was actually nice to go seriously. And, um, fucking the first thing, and I've already like kind of explained the story, but, um, I, first thing I sat down I saw the priest and he's like dressed nice he's not in like the the normal like priest gear he's in like a suit like blazer or whatever and not yeah one of the first things I thought was like yo you think they jerk off <laughs> and so I was like all right first like yeah I, they definitely jerk off that that's my <laughs> um and then secondly do you yeah, do you think they go to strip clubs also? So two-parter. Well, um, <laughs> to be honest, I don't know how holy either of those acts are, and I'm not the most educated on the subject, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tread lightly with this one, but I'm gonna say they 1,000% jerk off. I'm just gonna go go out on a limb there and say that yes, they do. Um, they got too much pent up aggression. They got to let it out somehow. Um, yeah. Yes. I don't know. 
maybe they use their left or non-dominant hand to make it feel like you know someone else is doing it for them uh, i didn't think um, that i didn't think of that <laughs> um but when it comes to strip clubs man i don't know i i'm gonna say they probably don't do that that just feels like a little dirtier to me a little but yeah at least know. like i don't know at least jerking off usually you're in the comfort of your own home <laughs> yeah so. you're by yourself like you you know you're doing it you know it's only you and god i guess but yeah when it comes to strip clubs <laughs> there's, just, there's just too many people around and no 100 percent. or like my thought on this was like if they do go to strip clubs they're not going in the town or like even a hundred square miles of where they are a priest at they probably you know right. we're in providence they're going up to maine they're going up they're going down to like new jersey it, but it would just be so funny or i'd laugh my ass off if like i walked in the strip club and i saw like my hometown priest sitting at the stage yeah. just throwing ones and like then or like you lock eyes walking in and out of the back room um i i don't know i think that'd be fucking hilarious i mean it would yeah no i'm not going to dispute that that would be hysterical <laughs> and i don't think you'd be able to go back to that church i'm not no, not at all it, you wouldn't be able to take it seriously never but never yeah i don't, I don't know <laughs> To them, that's probably morally incorrect, but who knows? I don't know. No, for sure. But but I, I definitely wouldn't go to like that same church because excuse me, he's gonna be like presiding over mass and you're just gonna be like, yeah, this guy's a fraud. <laughs> like, or you lock eyes in church and like it's just like you know one of his deepest, darkest secrets. Like, I don't know, for normal, I don't want to say normal for like everyone in the outside world to go to a strip club is semi like casual normal it's not everyone's cup of tea but people go you know what i'm saying right like yeah yeah and then and then there's those people that are like our strip club guys or girls and you know they they go multiple times a week or whatever and i it's just like that's a little too much but like i don't know once a quarter once every couple six like every six months i don't know yeah i'll i'll speak for yeah. myself i go like every 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 couple months like six months if you see a priest going to the strip club multiple times a week <laughs> find another church go somewhere else i might find another strip club or tell somebody <laughs> but i don't know i i think it it'd be fucking like it would be hilarious if they um I don't know if they went to strip clubs and I bet they I'll say this I wonder I, I don't and maybe I'll I'll maybe I'm just riding the fence on this one I wonder if like right before they either enter the cemetery uh the fuck is it called the seminary or right before they're about to be ordained priests and like deacons that they just all go from the seminary out to the strip club <laughs> that would not surprise me as a last farewell yeah hey why what, not right it's like i mean it's like a bachelor bachelorette party like you know you're marrying god you're married or not i'm sorry you're not marrying god um my mom would kill me uh because i grew up in the catholic church but you're not marrying god you're marrying the church so right i don't know last hurrah i fully i would i'd be like hey good for you man 
it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's too crazy. That probably does happen. No. So, all right, sweet. So those, yeah, those are definitely um, those questions. Last one was great. Um, wanted to ask also maybe uh, my resident Celtics insider uh, on the podcast for now, but you know how they're doing. I Jalen Brown dropped fifty what the other night. Yeah, he did. You know, um, I wish I could tell you I've been following him like I have in previous years, but, you know, a little busy and just whenever I watch this team, they make me extremely angry. Um, it just seems like it's a consistent thing ever since, you know, they've made it to a couple Eastern Conference finals. I don't know if they think they're better than they actually are um, or if the chemistry's off in the locker room, but it just doesn't seem like they're giving you know, full effort on a consistent basis. You'll see him show up for the, you know, ESPN, TNT games. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see him show up after a couple bad losses. But um, I don't think you're really considered a good team until you can put like a, a actual effort um, into every single game. And a, a lot of that too, this is a weird year, man. Like they've had like some consistent teams with some consistent players that are all kind of gone now. Hayward, Irving, Terry Rozier. Yep. whatnot and now they have a bunch of guys on one year two-year deals who um probably want to win to some extent but at the same time like look at Dennis Schroeder like he missed out on a huge bag last year and is playing on what like 5.7 million this year mm-hmm. for one year so he's going to be out to get his he's going to want to put up that stat line to get paid so um yeah. who knows if that's you know causing any, any havoc behind the scenes but yeah, I don't know. I, I wish I knew the issue. I wish um, Imadoka would figure it out. Yeah. But I like, I like the hiring though. I think he connects with like, he connects with the younger guys a little better. I mean, I granted have truly not followed them um, that much. Like I will still get the ESPN updates. I'll, you know, watch a quarter or two, but um, like if I got nothing else really on my mind to, to do, or to, you know, to do, um, to watch. So I don't know. I, I like Ime Adoka, but I don't know, maybe Jalen and Jalen and Tatum are like, maybe they're not, they're not great for each other. Cause I think what Tatum's out right now. Right. Yeah. Tatum's been out with COVID and Jalen's been struggling with the hamstring, but he's been playing the last week or so. So, yeah. But like you look at like Jalen Brown, he's dropping 50, right? So he's dropping 50. But and then he can do that. He's like, you know, they both can do that. But together, it's like it, in a perfect, like perfectly together, they would be dropping thirty-five and forty together, right? I mean, that's hard to do in the league. And they're also what in their fourth and fifth year, so maybe it'll take a few more years. And I think in Boston, people want like results now. Like they don't want to wait because you look at like the Patriots dynasty. At least when it turned the corner, is like they won in bunches and they've been winning for the last 20 years. And you look at the Red Sox in like, Oh three, they're in the ALCS. Oh four, you know, they, they won it. Oh seven, they won it. And then they've been up and down and granted have two fucking world series since Oh seven. And, you know, but then last place and like, you know, people want to throw them out of the city too. So I don't know with the Celtics, it's going to, it's going to take time, but it's also reminiscent of, like Pierce and Antoine Walker, where like they are both like crazy talents, or you know they're both good talents, and T- Tatum's obviously a little more talented than Brown, but they're just not fitting together. Like I don't, I don't know. I I think I think they do need to split them up 
or everyone just has to like wait four or five more years. I don't know. That's wrong. Yeah, I get that. No, I think they're young. Um, so, and there is a sense of urgency in Boston. Like you said, everybody wants them to win now and they've high expectations. They've been to Eastern conference finals a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think the mix of Tatum and Brown is like the issue. If they got like an, uh, an elite point guard or something, or just a point guard that could like facilitate and like control the offense, um, that would really help them out a lot. That way they don't have to go through Tatum and Brown each time. Because, I mean, Tatum, he really is kind of a black hole. Like, I mean, he has to because he's going to score. Like, yeah. I, don't, I can tell you how many times I was like, why did you shoot that? And then it just is money. Like, it goes in. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't fault him for shooting all the time. He's nasty. But um, it definitely, you know, makes everybody else around you go a little cold when you play that way. So, if he kind of lets the offense come to him a little bit more, um, and keeps the teammates involved. I think that would help. I don't know if it's necessarily a Jalen Jason thing. To me, I, th- I honestly see it as more of like a, you know, Tatum needs to facilitate a little bit more. Yeah. No, so I, I think, yeah, I'd probably, I, I, I would agree with that too. Like, um, I also don't think Marcus Smart's like a true point guard where I would have loved to have Dane uh, Lillard come in and obviously he's, you know, I think he's his contract's like 40 million and you're in like a win now mode for, you know, for the one or two years that he'd be here. But I don't know. I, I, I think they're just like unmotivated, they're not unmotivated, but like you said, they're streaky, you know, Jalen will drop 50 and then Tatum will drop, you know, 45 when, when Brown's out. And it's just like, they all got to figure, figure something out because one of them is going to get shipped out and I don't think it's going to be Tatum. I think this is like going to be Tatum's team, whether that's right or wrong, we won't know when, until like 10, 15 years from now. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally. I mean, Jalen Brown signed a four-year extension, what, like two, three years ago now? So yeah, I think it was two years ago or two seasons. I mean, it's been fucking nuts with COVID. Like <laughs> yeah, I think we're on. It's, it's hard to even remember, but he so he'll be I mean they're gonna have to make a big decision soon enough so yeah. if things keep going this way they're gonna you know they might have to fo- like their hand might get forced a little bit and they might have to ship them out for something but yeah I, I personally don't know if that's that's gonna solve anything really but mm-hmm. I don't know man I just like to see some hustle out of them put it put like a nice 10 game win streak together and then you know because they yeah. have the talent to do it they just they just got to put the pieces together yeah play some defense start with defense show some fight too like obviously defense is I mean yeah there's very skilled defenders in the league 100 percent. but like defense is more about in my opinion it's more about like effort and just trying it's like you, you should be able to stop most like you're in the NBA you should be able to stop most guys um yeah I don't, I don't even want to say most but you should be able to stop a, a good amount of guys if you just tried a little harder, <laughs> ran the floor yeah, a little better. Um, automatically raise the energy level. You get out on fast breaks, you get a nice thunderous dunk. Everybody's pumped up. You yep. do it again. You play defense, get a stop. You hit a three. It just brings the momentum higher. If you start, 100%. if it starts with defense. So hundred percent. Yeah, no cool, man. So that, yeah, that definitely a uh, little Celtics, Celtics minute, a uh, couple minutes there. Um, Love it also, anytime, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm, with the Celtics, it's like, I don't know, it's a cold, cold, hot relationship with me. Like, I don't know, I don't think anything for me personally will, like, 
it won't bring it'll never be at the level of like Pierce Garnett and Allen for me because that was like childhood you know what I'm saying and I don't know Jalen Brown and, and Tatum at least like I think it was now three seasons ago when they went to the um Eastern Conference Finals against the Heat in the bubble like dude that was awesome like that felt like a little bit like the old days of like all right we're right there you know we have young talent and um I don't know it's definitely hot and cold for me um as I just got a notification that the Bruins won so they're they're back i think they're they have two game win streak so should should be good um cool man i don't know if you want to uh also found out some news today i don't know if you want to drop uh a shout out to uh to callie on her new podcast i don't know if you want to shout it out here yeah shout out my girlfriend just started a new podcast um she's awesome she's smart she knows what she's talking about, which is cool. <laughs> um, it's called Your Favorite Pick Me Up by Callie Zingis. Um, you can find it on Spotify right now. I think it'll be on Apple soon enough. And um, she just kind of, you know, deep dives into, you know, specific topics um, at a real like granular level and just kind of talks about, you know, a lot of positive things and just tries to, uh, you know, bring a podcast that talks about like the good things. We've had a lot of bad um, in the last couple of years, so. Um, I think she's trying to put a positive spin on a lot of different things and she's really good at that. So, um, Hell yeah. we're going to listen. Hell yeah. Is, uh, does she have any, uh, like Instagram, Twitter, anything like that, or, or strictly, uh, Spotify? Yeah. Uh, it's the podcast is really just on Spotify. Um, right now, mm-hmm. Instagram, Callie Zingas, uh, C-A-L-L-I-E and then Z-I-N-G-A-S go follow her. I don't think she has a Twitter yet. She might have to get on that grind now that she's got the podcast. She's got to promote. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, go check it out. So it's about like, it's, it's turning us a uh, positive spin on just like different life topics or like, or just life. Of yeah. yeah. Just like any, any little, you know, random topic, like, it, like in her description, she talks about like, like her morning coffee run and like how that can be like positive um, oh, yeah. for someone who you know, needs to just get out of the house. Like I know I used to do that all the time. I know you were saying you were driving around for two hours the other day because yeah. you said okay. you were quarantining. So you couldn't, you couldn't do anything other than drive around or like, yep. you know, thinking about like being stuck in traffic for too long. Mm-hmm. And um, instead of getting super pissed off about it, you know, it is how, to, how to spin it in a positive light and make it a productive, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever, 20 minutes you're sitting in traffic. So just kind of little things like that. And, um, and yeah, yeah, she's got, she's got some wisdom. So um, <laughs> uh, listen and uh, try to follow. Word, word. Yeah, no, I, um, it's funny. I, obviously, you know, but in, in even I've, I've mentioned on like other episodes, but it's just like, at least in, in, especially the beginning of this episode, um, like I really talked about like November, December of like the building blocks or the foundation of like 2022 for me, where like, obviously I want to grow the podcast. I'm going to be selfish about that, like growing it. Um, and then obviously like in the gym, eating, ha- eating habits. So that um, I'll definitely check it out. And uh, you know, I don't know, it's, I think it's all the mindset too, uh, <laughs> tying it back to like the Patriots. Um Slater after the game, like Patriots after a win will always like record um the post game like in the locker room. And like Slater was saying, yo, guys, like it's a it's a mindset. And it truly is. Like if your mindset's always like negative or always like down in the dumps or like especially the news, 
you know, if you're watching any news channel, it doesn't matter what it is or like getting your news, um, you're, you're probably going to be looking like, yo, this world sucks. But like, I don't know, like you said, you know, Cali's trying to put a positive spin on it. Um, I don't know, more people just need to do that and stop bitching on Twitter and stop bitching on Facebook and, you know, just actually live life. Cause I don't know, we only got one. Um, I actually had a friend, uh, or a friend of a friend from college, her, uh, and I don't know if you've seen the news, but her, um, one of her sisters, she was 17 and she got ran off the road on new year's Eve and bro, I I'm fucking speechless. Um, so like, I could just imagine like that, you know, her, the, the family has been through enough in the last fucking six plus years. Um, and then this, so like, I don't know, it's it, like, that's legit shit. Like that's problems. That's issues that's like that's some negative shit you can't really put a positive spin on that but just general bullshit that people you know complain about it's like yo calm the fuck down <laughs> like don't be so negative um and and just you know, try to try to live life and it, of course if there's real issues yeah that's not going to be so positive <laughs> for sure but no um, I'll I'll be excited to check out her podcast and I don't know like myself just let's let's roll in like i don't know 2022 is gonna be great so yes That's sir I'm looking at it. and uh i'm hoping to get back on uh 30 rows up at least one more time in 2022 yeah 100 100 yeah well uh especially with the celtics obviously i don't even know are they in the playoffs or no they're not even technically in the playoffs it, it's honestly bounces around after like the fourth seed. It's just, everybody's so close. They're around 500. So last I checked, they were like the nine seed. So I'm really not sure where they stand today, but they lost a couple games since then. So it wouldn't surprise me if they were down 10 or 11. So, yeah. But yeah. I mean, if, if somehow by the grace of God, they, uh, they make the playoffs, I'll, I'll definitely have you in uh, maybe daily or, or uh, you know, we'll go on Instagram live or something and fucking talk about the Celtics. Love it. I'm always down. Just let me know. Hell yeah, man. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. Glad you, uh, you Nick and uh, Griffin had a fucking great time uh, Sunday. It was a hell of a game to go to. 50 burger. Hell yeah, man. Thanks for letting me go and uh, thanks for having me on. Of course. Peace, man. I'll talk to you. Peace out. Hell yeah, guys. Uh, so just had Tom uh, Jurgen, one of my coworkers, one of my good friends uh on the podcast um great interview tried tried not to make it like an interview right um i'm gonna try to make most of my interviews like just straight up conversations um i think me and him seamlessly talk about sports talk about life in general um so i i thought it was great he obviously went said you know his roommate first time ever had a blast so uh that was that was awesome to uh to hear glad you guys could hear it too um also wanted to uh highlight something tom mentioned uh at the end he gave a plug shout out to his girl callie i fucking hey how do you zingris um my memory's fucking shot so uh callie zingris she came out with her podcast um the pick me up jesus i'm the worst i'll get that for you guys um let me get that for you right now actually so his girls uh podcast 
uh, your favorite pick me up by Callie Zingas. Find her on Spotify. Uh, like you said, will probably be on um, Apple Music soon. Apple Music, Apple Podcast soon. Uh, but you know, check her out, Callie Zingas. Your favorite pick me up only on Spotify, exclusively on Spotify, right? Um, so that that'll be cool. Positive spin on life. Positive spin on everything. Um, that's that's how it should be. Uh, so uh, that's just about it for today's episode. Um, next episode, I'm going to dive into a few episodes of Man in the Arena by Tom Brady um, that uh, yeah, I've been watching, taking some notes on, recurring themes from that. So, uh, And also the latest episode of that Man in the Arena series is episode eight that has guests of Gronk and Alex Guerrero specifically on Super Bowl 52 and a little nugget for you guys if you haven't watched it it is good a little bit of a puff piece I guess but Super Bowl 52 we all know the biggest reason uh or biggest storyline out of that game was Malcolm Butler and I guess don't know yet I haven't watched but I guess Malcolm Butler is not mentioned once but it will be cool to see Gronk Guerrero that's where like the fracture fissure started uh you know with Brady and Belichick and their relationship and what we all think about it and what the media thinks about it so that'll be cool uh I'll get into all those recaps uh from episode five six seven and then eight of man in the arena um Tom Brady's Super Bowls so thank you guys 